Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning and welcome to the next edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook on behalf of Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank. My name is Stuart Haslam and I'm here with Dirk Steffen, the Global Chief Investment Strategist of the Private Bank. Dirk, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to you and to all of our listeners. And obviously today, um, as has been the case over the last couple of days, certainly since the events of last Thursday, um, it's a difficult day. It's a difficult day for our um, friends and, and colleagues in Ukraine um, and all over the world as uh, we look at the shocking events going on um, in Ukraine at the moment. And uh, as I said, uh, our thoughts are, are with them all. But here on this podcast, um, we're here to talk about uh, the investment outlook and the markets, and uh, certainly that's what we intend to do this morning. So I wondered, Dirk, if uh, just to start with, we could take a little bit of a look back to, to last week and uh, the initial market reaction and what we've seen over the last couple of days. Yeah, I would uh, very much like to do that. And I couldn't agree more with you that this is, of course, a very um, difficult moment to actually even talk about markets because it's it's probably not um not the most important thing we have to deal with right now it's uh, nevertheless that's um my job and as an economist and as a strategist normally the the inquiries from both within the bank and also from our clients are, are obviously very increasingly strong in times of crisis so i'm very happy to give some some remarks on the current situation. So uh, first of all, I'd like to state that we are not uh, giving any political forecasts about the outcome. If anything, we can talk about scenarios. Um, obviously, the situation has escalated significantly. And um, also the market reaction has been uh, a very strong, strong one, a very negative one, of course. And uh, we, we do think that uh, this situation uh, will, will lead to volatility here to stay and um, in both directions, uh, hopefully, so not only to the downside. And I think investors really need to prepare themselves that uh, this geopolitical risk is, is something we, we have to, to take into account and uh, to factor into our investment strategy and our you know positioning in terms of the portfolio yeah Dirk, so, I, I understand um, that completely i think you know volatility itself has been one of those themes that we've spoken about um well we're at the back end of february would would you believe and we've been talking about that you know beyond the events of of last week but this time round, i think that well one of the key themes is is commodities isn't it how do you see this playing out I mean, this is uh, probably the, it has been the most likely transmission mechanism, right? Because uh, Russia is so important uh, for Europe in particular, in terms of the, 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 the provision with energy, specifically gas. So um, about 40% of the European gas consumption is actually stemming from Russia. So uh, this is also then explaining uh, quite intuitively why the gas prices skyrocketed, why um, Brent then traded uh, above $100. And, and we actually have also internationally then everything that is related to, to energy really um, increasing even more on top of what we had before. So 
this is just telling us that this uh, price problem we have, um, and we have been talking about that also in other podcasts here, of course, you and me even, that this uh, price problem or price pressure problem is here to say, and it, it, to some extent, it really poses a dilemma for central banks these days. Yeah, I mean, let's put ourselves in the shoes of of, uh, of the central bankers, be it in the US, be it in Europe or other parts of the world. I like the way you described that. It's a it's a dilemma, isn't it? What, what can they do and how can they react? To be honest, I, I, I wouldn't like to have their job these days because uh, we, we just had had a period about, I don't know, three, four, five months where central bankers actually came to the conclusion that they have, have to do something about the price pressures that are apparent everywhere you look at these days, you know, due to shortages everywhere, COVID-related, uh, underinvestment, you name it. And um, just in that very moment, we got um, a spike in, in energy prices. So now just, uh, just imagine you, you are about to, to embark on a hiking cycle, right? To, to, in order to stem um, inflation and do something about the problem. And then um, you actually are being asked, and, and normally that's what central banks do, to provide extra liquidity in terms of market crisis. So these uh, two goals are uh, to some extent contradictory. So, and this is why I think um, uh, central bankers really have a 24 seven job these days. Indeed they do. Well, Dirk, I'm going to leave it there for today. I, you know, I thank you very much for your, for your comments and, uh, and for looking at the markets on what is a, a difficult time, but one of those times where it is important that we're talking to each other um, and that we are giving the insights that uh, that we're designed to give. Um, so thanks very much to you and thank you to, to our listeners. And of course, I'd love to finish this uh, podcast with uh, just reiterating one more time that our thoughts are, are with um, our, our friends uh, and colleagues um, in Ukraine and we wish them all the best during these extremely difficult times. Thanks so much for listening and Dirk, thank you to you. Thank you. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.